All right, y'all. Kids are asleep. Husbands are occupied. Glass of wine in hand. <laughs> Let's go. Hello, moms, wives, bosses, dads, husbands, all of our wonderful listeners. This is Britt from the Wife Up, Boss Up, Mom Down podcast. Here we are, episode two, and we have a treat for you guys tonight. You're really, really going to enjoy it. But let's start off with my wine of choice tonight. I am drinking a Stella Rose grape mango wine. Um, It's really good. It has like a mixed drink kind of taste with a little bit of a wine so it's not like that real hard drink actually really really good i think i'm gonna stick to cellar rose for a little while kia you had a cellar rose last week right yes i love cellar rose love 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 what kind did you have last week uh, the black right oh who had black no, no, no. last week i girl i have like five bottles in the house um mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. and y'all but, um, talking about me but last week, no, last week I think I had black. Okay, yeah. I saw that in the store and I was like, mm, I'm going to wait and try this one and then I'm going to try that one too. Yes, I was glad to next week, girl. Um, so here we all got my co-host already brought in, Kia. Um, but Jasmine's here too, Jasmine. Hey, y'all. So tonight I'm kind of sipping on whatever my mom is drinking, which is a Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc. You know, she's a little boozy. <laughs> Yes, hers is a little dry, a little bitter for the taste. You know, she don't really like nothing sweet, nothing that tastes like, in her words, Kool Aid. So I'm I'm suffering through right now, but it's all right. (laughs) Is it like a red wine? No, she doesn't drink anything red. And if it's red, it's room temperature. What? You don't have a bougie bougie. Yeah, real. But Kia is too because she knew exactly what kind of wine it was. That <laughs> <laughs> oh. loves me my wine now. Oh, but I'm drinking. I'm drinking a Sauvignon Blanc too, Mister Bay. Oh well, so wouldn't it, you be? Yeah, so it is. A, it is a dry white wine because <laughs> I'm like a little wine kind of sore. Whatever you know. <laughs> Oh, gosh. And who do you have on the line with us tonight, Kia? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. So we have our guest host. She's a guest host, I guess, or just yeah. a guest speaker. Our guest this evening, Miss Tay. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell my followers, our followers, how fabulous yeah. Miss Tay is. Okay? <laughs> I want to be like her when I grow up. I do. I really, <laughs> That's goals. Goals. No, goals. Mm-hmm. Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself, Mama. Well, I oh, I just I don't know if I'm as fabulous as you uh, give me credit to be, but I'm all right. <laughs> I, I am a director at a private school that I started with my mom a couple of years ago. I also have an elementary school that I started with my mom. Uh, children are my life. My own children are everything to me. I have a a 23-year-old son and a 21-year-old son. Uh, I've been married for 23 years. I'm a veteran in this here game. 
<laughs> we got some questions. Questions. Yes. Hopefully, I have some answers. <laughs> <laughs> now, if y'all seen our post with her picture, I know for a fact that mm. she thinks she had a twenty-two-year-old son. Nope. We know this. We are already know because she looks amazing. That's brilliant. We are extremely excited to have her boy. She has a lot of insight, wisdom. She's been in this for a long time. Momming, bossing, and wifing for such a long time. If y'all have any questions y'all want us to ask later on, once we post this, definitely send us a message and we'll make sure we ask her to get you some answers because you're going to want to dig in and get some of this wisdom that she's about to lay out real quick. Uh -huh. <laughs> now, so let's go ahead and start it off. So one of the topics that we are talking about tonight is raising boys now compared to when Tay raised her boys, who we said are 23, which all of our boys are little, little boys. And it's completely different now raising children in general, especially young Absolutely. men nowadays compared to then. What would you say is the, the most difference you notice with how people raise their boys now compared to when you were raising your boys? Well, the biggest difference is the, the world that I raised my children in doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Everything is totally different. Uh, the world that I grew up in doesn't exist anymore. So what I've noticed, because I'm around children all day long, that's what I do, that's my life, that's my passion, that um, children today have so many different influences outside of the home that you have to be very mindful of what you pour in. Because mm -hmm. when they step out your door, the whole world is pouring into them. Uh, in their hands, they hold cell phones, which can take them anywhere at a moment's notice. And mm -hmm. they're constantly exposed to things that you don't expose them to. So right. that would be the biggest difference between raising children 23 years ago and raising mm -hmm. children today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, um, Tay, tell me a little bit about, like, so you, like, you had to raise two who are amazing, outstanding and young men um tell tell us about like when you were raising them did you have the fears that you have you might have now as a mom having two black men like two black young men did you, did you have the fears mm -hmm. when they were younger um that I know I have as a mom of two young boys just just thinking about in the recent years what what's been happening in society and oh, in the yeah. country like absolutely as raising raising children of color, period, is always more, uh, I would say, um, more stressful in a way because as a, as a parent, you want everything that's great for them and none of the stress for them. So, mm -hmm. so not only do you have to teach them what everyone teaches their kid, like you want them to be good people, you know, they, you want them to be educated, but you also want them to be safe. And right. being a safe black man in society is different from being just a safe man. Right. Mm -hmm. So in addition to teaching them, oh, you know, morals and, you know, all the good old stuff, you got to teach them, hey, you know, when you go out and you're confronted by the cops, this is what mm. you do. Those are the conversations I have to have with my adult children. Because yeah. now when they venture out, they aren't with me. So parenting doesn't get a lot easier, especially <laughs> with adults that leave home. Mm -hmm. So don't think that, you know, once they grow up, it's going to get a little easier. It just mm -mm. don't. <laughs> <laughs> the worries just, you have a different set of worries when they leave you. Yeah. Yes, definitely a different set. I'm confident in what we poured in. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm confident that they are respectful, 
wonderful, wonderful human, human beings and that they'll be successful in their lives. But yeah. the decisions that they make day to day worry me. Are they making the right decisions? Are they making the best, safe decisions? And mm-hmm. their mates and their friends and in social situations, especially with, like, you know, the police and everyday mm-hmm. things that you wouldn't be concerned about. Right. There's a certain amount of concern. Oh, yeah, that's that's definitely true. I would definitely say that, especially now, it's so hard to when especially when it comes to your young men starting to talk to girls and date girls. Um, it's only so much you can protect them from and say to them to say, hey, I don't want you dating this kind of girl. And it's kind of like you got to let them do trial and error. And that's a hard thing, because for me, I know for a fact when my son get old enough to start dating anybody, it's going to be a struggle for me so much <laughs> to say. Oh. He's right. No, they can't <laughs> <laughs> well, well, get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Uh, you know, I my am. sons are night and day. The youngest, oh, yeah. he, he has dated a little bit of everybody. <laughs> Everyone. He's an equal opportunity dater. And, um, equal opportunity yeah. dater. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he believes everybody deserves a chance. So. <laughs> that is hilarious. No matter what your his mama and his daddy think, and you know, as a parent, you don't want to, you know, give too much of your input because mm-hmm. I feel like the moment that they think you don't like them, you know, they it go off their pushes them to, to, to be with them more. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, grin and bear it and pray it doesn't last too long. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people who are who are now saying they want to have children or they've just gotten married saying, oh, I want to have children. These are the type of things they don't think about, that it's it's really not that easy. The the, the diaper part, that's the easy part compared mm-hmm. to all the other oh, stuff yeah. that you got to go through. So yeah. I always tell people, before you want to have kids, I told somebody the other day, come to my house for a night with my three, and then let's see if you change your mind or not. Because one might be running one way, every little piece of thing in the house you got to look for too. So you, yeah, I can clearly see it doesn't get easy. Don't worry. So what would you say like when it comes to discipline? I read somewhere not too long ago on a blog that some parents are leaning towards now no longer disciplining their children when it comes to spankings because of how society has invaded. Because they're saying, oh, don't hit them. Don't do this. How do you feel when it comes to discipline? And how did you discipline your boys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I'm not a big fan of spanking because if you spank someone and you don't explain to them why, children don't know what you're hitting them for. They just know that you're hitting. That's just aggressive. Right. So, right. You know, mm-hmm. anyone who knows my husband knows that he's a bit of a talker. He mm-hmm. talks a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daddy Charles has a lot to say, so it was his job to discipline, and most of his discipline uh, included. A long conversation. Mm, that was my, my daddy. Ooh, that's my daddy there. Ooh, child. They must have, they must have had the same mentors or something. Cause, ooh. Yeah. It's quite effective. Now, that's not how I would handle it. It's very effective. Very. Yeah. Trust me. I grew up with it. It's effective. Yeah. That actually puts things in a different perspective for me. Like it having was... the conversation. Because I'm going to tell y'all, y'all all know my son. Spanking him don't do nothing. He laughs at a spanking. It does nothing. <laughs> so I might really have to go about this in a different way because, like she said, her boys are so respectful. Those are, are yes. excellent young men. I know them personally. They are excellent young men. 
So it's not like a trial and error situation. No, it works. Clearly, it works. Having a conversation, and that that works. And I think I'm going to really try that angle because uh, my patience is running thin. He's only three, y'all. I got a long way to go. It's easier said than done, though. My husband is very patient. They used to, when they were little, they were like, oh, no, mommy's wilding out. Because, you know, I'll, I'll get to <laughs> all kinds of crazy stuff. But my husband's really patient. It's that balance that kind of works for us. Mm-hmm. Because, and when he wants things done, I'm the kind of say, you better do it. And if you don't do it, this is going to happen. And my husband sends a text like, greetings, Oliver family. I greet you with the love of the Lord. <laughs> I would like for you to respectfully clean your spaces so that you can flow freely in our home. Yes. <laughs> Different things. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That should be husband goals now. So for all of us, greetings. Let your kids flow respectably in their homes. Give them a little text. So the energy can flow, you know, and your mother won't wild out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, like, speaking of husbands, let's get into the juice, juice. So. When you guys got married, you were getting ready, or you already had your first one, you were getting ready to have Charles. No, Charles was one. Charles was one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So last week we discussed well, being married. Yet. He was like seven. He was so not freshman. one yet. But he yeah. was there. Oh, he was okay. at the wedding. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so how would you say, so we talked about this last week, marriage, year one, having children. How would you say... Um, that affected the beginning of your marriage already having a son? Well, we jumped in like feet first into life. So we had to, we had this baby, you know, we were in love. We were young. I was 20. I was married and had a child before I could take a legal drink. So, Mm -hmm. So it was like a growing experience for all of us. And all we did we had no clue what to do, but all we knew is that we wanted to be great parents. We wanted oh. to be what we thought great parents looked like. Mm-hmm. So we set everything aside and we just went hard, like working and raising these, these kids. That was all. It wasn't until the kids were teenagers that we realized, like, hey, we haven't done anything but work and parent. For the last 14 years. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Because we really had no real example. We had no one to tell us how to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We pretty much had to learn on our own. Mm -hmm. But we had pretty good examples because the women in my family believe there's no way out of a marriage except for death. Mm -hmm. uh, We broke up and we're divorced. If you ask what happened to your husband, they'd be like, oh, he's with Jesus. Mm-hmm. We just knew we couldn't get divorced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, y'all sure did an amazing job sticking it out because 23 years, that's goals. That's I know for a fact that's my goals. I know. Especially nowadays with everything that, every test that comes when it comes to marriage. How would you say like a lot of tests that came your way when it came to finances or hard conversations you had to have. How did y'all go through that together, being young and married and figuring it out on your own? Well, the the biggest challenge we had was uh, finances because we did, but when we got married, we didn't have anything. We were just starting out. But the little that we did have, thank God my husband was a good steward over it because I'm not good with money. If I have <laughs> it, you ask, the hand up. get it. 
everybody on the corner with their hand out gets a dollar. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it's like, I'm just, I'm no good with that. But my husband, he's really, really good with that. So I had to learn at an early age to hand over that check and uh, not leave, go on trips and things. Because I've, I've taught for over 20 years. I couldn't leave my house with my credit cards and do field trips. It's things like that. We had to learn our strengths and our weaknesses. Once yeah, we got that hard for you? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was really hard. It was hard <laughs> for him, too, because as a husband, he didn't like telling me no. Mm-hmm. And I knew it. So, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a little difficult. So we had to put our, you know, our grown-up clothes on and stop being childish because I was very bad. And mm. How long in your marriage did you say it was after you were married that y'all had that conversation like, hey, we got to get a grip on this finance? Was it straight from the beginning or had you had already been in it for a little while? Well, no, it started straight from the beginning. But we had both like always worked since we were 15. We were working. I moved out of my house when I was 18. I was on my own. He was on his own. So we knew about paying bills, but we weren't uh, as being a single adult is different from being a parent. Yes. So now we have formula to buy, food to buy. Uh, I had to, when it was time for school, we knew we didn't want to send them to public school. So it was a big change for for us. Mm -hmm. But we had the same goal. So we were working towards the same thing. And we had, we had, we had the Lord. So if we were working to the same goal and we're working towards Christ, then we were always moving in the same direction. Mm-hmm. That helped us out. So Tay, what would you say? So you you had pretty much all of us kind of had children where we were still kind of coming of age. We were technically adults, but we were still, you know, getting in the groove mm-hmm. and finding out what we wanted to be and, you know, just coming into our own. So how do you how do you think um or how do you think bringing a child into that stage of your life shift like um in- you as a mother or just life in general like you're still trying to kind of find your own find your groove and then you have this child that you're completely um responsible for it's completely reliant on you I would say it was hard for me but it wasn't because the moment and I know you all can say the same thing the moment your first child is born and you hold them and you come to terms with, I'm his mama, I'm her mama, you become so focused. Mm-hmm. And my life did change, but the things that people would say you would miss, like people, when you're getting married, people are like, girl, why would you want to get married so young? You going to not do this? That's a lie. Mm-hmm. Because as long as it's what you have made up in your mind to do and it's what you want to do, it gets so much easier. Right. So being a wife and a mom, I'm not saying it was a breeze. It was not a breeze. It wasn't easy, but it was what I wanted to do. Yes. Not what I had to do. Right. Oh, wow. That's nice. Could you say that now how your life has unfolded, where you are, how much you love to just travel? You've been everywhere now. Was it all worth it in the beginning to make the sacrifices? It was worth every sacrifice because Mm. I don't feel like I missed out on anything. Yeah, I'm able to do those things now. But did I regret not doing them earlier? No, I couldn't do it early. Girl, I ain't no money. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, know, I was, you know, things 
came with time and appreciation of those things came with time. Right. And I appreciate it so much more now than I would have, you know, if I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I was able to share a lot of those experiences with my children. Yeah. Which oh, made yeah. them so much, it made every experience so much better. That's so good. That's that's real good. Love it. Um, So let's talk a little bit about marriage. Some good questions that all of us, we'd be considered all new marriages compared to how long you have been married. That all of us might have questions to ask. Um, (laughs) How do you find, well, now your boys are away in college, but before they went away to college, how did you find the time or what was your wake up when you said wait a minute we haven't done married people's stuff in 14 years uh-huh. did you like not doing that kind of put a strain on your marriage at all it, it you know what when things got really stressful when we realized that one day they were going to leave and you have okay. to ask yourself um, uh-huh. uh do i do i really love this person what do i love about this person other than their great dad their great mom a great yeah. provider a great nurturer. Like we had to remind ourselves like why we fell in love in the first place. Right. So you know you have to just remember who that person is or who that person was to you. And it's kind of like falling back in love. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. after they leave cuz you know you'll sit down in a quiet house with just you that person and the cat like, "Well, hello. How are you? Nice to meet you." It was like it was it was such a process to get back to to us. Just just Tay, just Charles. So So how did you all ever feel as though so I've heard a lot of, you know, I I talked to a lot of people who are like, Oh, I mean when you know I got married, but I say that like that was a long time ago, it was just a year ago. But um, (laughs) (laughs) but I've had conversations before getting married and a lot of people are like, you're so young or, you know, um, you don't even really, you know, you haven't really lived yet or you don't really know who you are and you you guys might grow apart. Did you ever have anybody kind of like in your ear, like when you all did decide to get married, like you're too young for this, wait, wait and just kind of see if you guys are going to be, you know, want to get married in the next couple of years. You know, like did, did anyone kind of, try to push you to hold off because the haters the haters yeah that's all they are is haters i want it to be nice but yeah the haters i got y'all i'll just i'll just pop in and say what y'all really want to say it's all good <laughs> but yeah we we had some and you know it was very difficult in my circle of friends because i was the only one married Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until recently, like my closest friends, my three closest friends, um, all just got married and wow. they've been married. Um, one just had a one year anniversary, a two year anniversary, and one just got married last week. Wow. So for that whole length of time, I was the only one married, you know, in my group, in my circle. Would so, you say yeah. that? The, the time frame that they hadn't been married when you guys would hang out and things, were they respectful to your marriage? Because I know that's tough to have single friends who don't get the, the married dynamic and know that, hey, I might not be able to go here or I got to talk to my husband. Were they respectful and understood that? Or was that a little bit tough sometimes? It, it, they, they were always respectful of my marriage because mm-hmm. anyone who knows my husband knows that 
that's the best thing that ever anybody who loves me knows that that's the best thing that ever happened to me <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know they, re- they respect that but it was difficult not having any married friend to go to or anyone to talk about like the trials and the tribulations of being uh, uh, a wife yeah and nobody yet, could relate nobody could relate mm-hmm. so you know it, I had to pretty much figure it out yourself. thing out on my own now did you have any so I know you said that your closest friends are you know are just they just recently kind of joined the wife club but were did you have any friends that, who were moms did you have any like mom friends that were going through momhood with you at least or was that something that you were also kind of just navigating on your own and didn't really have anyone to go to or talk to it about the struggles of being a mom well I had mom friends and thankfully all of my cousins we had children around the same age so oh. our children were growing up together so I had I had a great village as far as my children were concerned all the advice I got came from the older women in my church and you know in my family and sometimes you know that advice can be low you know crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> you know so you know how they always be like don't buy your husband shoes no or he gonna, he gonna walk out to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. stuff like that no grandma <laughs> Nope. Dang, I, I bought boy issues when we were dating. I'm surprised he ain't gonna know where. I couldn't really take all that advice right there. It wasn't helping me much. But <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen now. Where when even when I was younger, I grew up with my cousins. Like it was a clan of us. Like we all slept in grandma's living room. Yes. Like yes. that doesn't happen. Like my kids, they're the youngest kids in our family. They don't really have any like other cousins and stuff that are actually their age. Like yeah, before right. all of us was like, it was a whole group of all cousins, year, two days apart, all that stuff. I wonder what changed that. Maybe people realize kids cost too much. And uh, they yeah. don't have kids no more. <laughs> and the family got was like a village when you raised your kids. Yes. Like, I'm not disciplined by everybody, not just mm-hmm. my mother, like whoever yes. was around, like everybody. Nowadays, you try to discipline somebody else's kid, you're going to you jail. You're going to catch a case. Yeah. yeah. Like, but when no, did that switch that that was a problem to do that? Yeah. But I think I think Tay hit on it. She said that the family dynamic has changed. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's and definitely so I think a lot of these moms who are younger are really trying to be friends with their kid. And no, it's, ma'am. And it's taking it the wrong way. When you mm-hmm. get like, 21. I, I'll let exactly. Jason know we're close. Like, you can talk to me whenever you want to, but there is still a respect level. I am your mom. Like, we're not friends. I think that's because that, I feel like that's what's happening because they don't have that village or a lot of their moms are even really young. So they just, yeah. you know, we got to get that back to where it should be. Like, let people know that it's okay to have somebody else correct your child. Like, it's it's not the worst. Maybe not Absolutely. put their hands on but say, if you see them doing something in the store, like, hey, you know, you shouldn't be jumping on that shelf right there, Bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's 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 little a things of change because you, you can recall like I know when I'm I was growing up and even when you guys were growing up, it was certain things you would do in public that you would be ashamed of if somebody mm-hmm. you knew saw you doing it. Now not it's now. not that way. I've mm-hmm. never seen, you know, the, the the level of pride that someone doing something they have no business doing mm-hmm. that they take in this. Yeah. Right. So it's not it's not the same. Back in the day, you you better not act up on the block where you live because a neighbor's going to tell. Yeah. 
and you won't have to answer for your actions. But now, no one has to answer answer for, for anything. As yeah. a child, as an adult, it just it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, I can believe the backlash that that mom got when they had a riot going on in Baltimore. She went and whipped her son in front of everybody on the street and dragged him <laughs> home. She got so much like you had all the all the color moms was like, yes, do that. Yeah. But then you had other people like you don't do that. But guess what? He went in the house. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't arrested. But, dude, I tell you what, I sure would with Brian in the street. He ain't gonna be out there embarrassed to be. I tell you, he got home training, and you're not gonna be out here acting the fool. Yeah, and he was he was taller than his mama. Now spankings on little people don't always work, but when you already grown, I don't have to explain to you what you did wrong. So right. she just had to go get him. Right. <laughs> well, did you ever? Ted, did you ever um, struggle with, with, like, you know, wanting to be the person that your children came to, confided in, or, you know, sought out, and then, you know, being like their friend, but not getting the line blurred? Like, I'm your mama, I'm not your friend, but I still want you to be comfortable enough to come to me when you, when you, you're faced with something or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yes, and this is the thing with that. I raised them in such a way always be able to tell me the truth like mm -hmm. I didn't even if the answer that I got wasn't the answer I wanted, I, wanted. I learned mm -hmm. not to react negatively because I wanted them to always be able to tell me the truth yeah and to be yeah, open and it. honest now I, like I said all this, every time the answer came it wasn't always easy and sometimes I, I never had to say hey look that's a little disrespectful I'm not your mama but I would be in my head like how could he tell me that mm -hmm. doesn't he know I'm his mama but yes. I can't be upset because that's the way I raised him to be. Right. So right. Comes to me, and and they they say something that I'm not prepared for, especially when it came to um, they're gonna kill me. But when it came to sex, mm -hmm. oh, oh God, I'm not. Know, the conversations that were had, they were very real, and I couldn't be uncomfortable. Let them know I was I was very uncomfortable, but I couldn't let them know that because right. I raised them just to be that forward and that honest. And I felt good because I was, you know, they were being safe and they were being honest and they answered all the questions, even the ones And they trusted ask. you. They trusted you. I commend me. you on that. That's a hard, yeah. a hard thing to do. That That's really hard to have a poker face knowing that you like, oh my gosh, but you've got to have that. <laughs> Dying on the inside. Like, man. Well, that's how to master that skill between now and whenever Brian <laughs> has that conversation. He ain't got that long, kid. It ain't that many years away. Yes. <laughs> practice now. Practice that poker face. Practice it. Oh my goodness. Well, let's get into some fun stuff, some woman stuff. We had a nice little chat about these men and husbands and sons and all that good, good stuff. Um, so we were also talking about like self-care. What do you love to do to do self-care for yourself? What is something that you could say you've done within the last month that was your self-care that you just like ultimately enjoyed? Travel without my husband and my children. That's uh, <laughs> what I'm talking about. Goals. Get, get, get out. And I didn't have to be mommy. I didn't have to be, you know, I didn't have to be his boo. I didn't have to be Mrs. Oliver at the school. I just could be me. Me. And it's so necessary. Ooh, where yeah. did you go? Where did you go? Okay, this last trip, we just, we did a road trip to Atlanta, just me and my girls. 
and uh, we rented a house and we did everything that we used to do because I've had the same set of friends for 30 years. So, you know, yeah. but now, but see, it's a whole lot different now, girl, because we got a little change. So we were able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they we got some coins in their bag. <laughs> yeah, we rented a house and we, uh, we went to some clubs. We hung out, ate at restaurants, did some belly dancing. Class. Oh, That's yes. And nobody had to be who they are in their daily profession and who they are at home. Mm-hmm. And we were just the girls hanging out. And oh, it's man. like, I like to, that gives me life. What an outlet. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That just gave me life. All right, Key and Jasmine, we hit our 30 year mark. Hey, that's a long time. We going belly dancing. <laughs> we need or to do Martini something in the Monday. next three months. Talk about some 30. You heard Monday. that? She said Martini Monday. Because martini Mondays are necessary too. Oh, yeah. Martini Mondays. Yeah. Okay. I don't even like martinis though. Can you I have a long island? You no, you ain't having no Long Island, Jasmine. You gonna have the goddamn on martini because it's Monday. You can tell me, Brittany. One of my girlfriends, she doesn't even drink. We put her her juice in a martini glass with some fruit, honey. But we together. Okay, see, <laughs> up, right? see, she didn't get left out. She was still feeling the fruit. All right, you, you know? can have your juice and fruit, then, Jasmine. I don't want no juice and fruit. I want a long island. You know, come on now. You can get a long island. We gotta be classy. Martini is like a sufficient. Okay, then I'll have a margarita. Drink. I'll take a margarita. You can do or an amaretto margarita. sour or something. Oh, my God. Amaretto sour. <laughs> I don't want no martini, y'all. So tell us something really fun about you, Tay, that nobody would think that you'd like to do. Oof, I have a... That must be, mm. I'm trying <laughs> to like, think of what I could say that's not embarrassing. I'm not it's okay, no. get embarrassed. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me tell you oh, something. Okay, I like to make these... Um, the, the, the TikTok videos all the yes, time. I, I love those videos where you be posting those. I'm, they are hilarious. I'm, I'm real, 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 real silly. So I try to only be serious between the hours of seven and four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like to cut up a whole lot. So. I love it. Those things so are. Listen, on her TikTok, she literally has like over a million followers, y'all. Like I my daughter, only have thirty thousand followers. Ah, thirty thousand. My daughter's been having to tell people like, I know her y'all. Like, I know her followers on TikTok. <laughs> and y'all know I feel real lost because I have no idea what TikTok. We is. know you. You not social media. I am not, y'all. Not at all. <laughs> I'd be so busy. I'd be like, people like, oh, you ain't posting the pictures of the kids. I surely did not. If you was active in their life, you would have a, a current picture. Some <laughs> people gotta keep up on social media. Mm, mm. <laughs> if that's the case, I'll send you a picture personally to your cell phone. Oh my god! I guess that's just how I will. I don't know, y'all. I'm a little bit different. Y'all know I gotta mix it up. We can't all be the same. There will be no diversity to this show if we was all the same. Yeah, we no is fun. not all the same. That's true. Jasmine <laughs> drink pina coladas when we got wine. That's okay. Next week I'm gonna have a surprise for y'all too. I'm gonna see. Let me see what I'm getting. Oh next. boy. <laughs> I might have that Long Island I've been talking about. <laughs> Just stick to bang on wine. 
Sometimes wine is not enough. It could be a Long Island kind of week. It that's true. Nah, this should be an easy week. I'm praying, Lord, please let it be an easy week. I don't want to have Long Island if I don't. It's not necessary. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh gosh! Uh, okay, so yeah, like we said, so she just said she went on a nice trip. That's definitely self care. Um, do you like to get facials and massages and stuff like that? I love massages. I love um, being um, cute because my aunt taught me a long time ago. Whatever I did to get the man, I had. You gonna have to do it to keep him. Yes, man. Uh, I can't. I can't, I can't be slipping on my pimping. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> got to keep it cute so mm-hmm. i like shopping i do but i'm like addicted to um amazon and things like anything <laughs> delivered to my front door <laughs> super simple too let me tell you something every time boys come home he like what did you order now i'm like i didn't order nothing he like then what's this package for i'm like oh <laughs> i forgot about that the good thing is see we have a camera on our porch so i know when amazon come and so I'd be like, okay, I got to get home before <laughs> 5 o'clock because that's when you get home. Or the kids come out and be like, oh, what's that? They'd be like, thanks. Thanks a whole lot. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. That is hilarious. No. This was really, really, really great. Um, Before we before we wrap up, what would you... so So... Okay, what would be your advice for us young moms who are, you know, still just trying to get a hang of this, this mom wife life? What would be your top advice for, you know, having a long, happy marriage and, you know, just building strong, last, you know, strong relationships with our children and raising them up in the way that they should go? What would be your advice? Uh, the best advice I could give is to always put yourself first and put your needs first because as long as you're fulfilled and happy, it's easier to, you know, take care of the people around you. And if you are not, if your tank's not full and you're tired and you're not feeling great, it it just trickles down to everything else. So always take that time to take care of you first. Because as moms and wives, we are always focused on taking care of everybody else. But yeah. we can't take care of anybody until we take care of us first. And it's not selfish to do it. It's 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 necessary. Yes, it is necessary. Yeah, make time with your what friends you because also you you need that you need that time with your girls. <laughs> you need some time to to just step away for a moment. And just a safe space to just be who you are. Yeah. That is true. Just so y'all know, I had two glasses of wine so far. (laughs) (laughs) I was like talking. I was like, oh, wait, this is empty. So I just poured another one. So, you know, just want to throw that out there. If anybody else in that second glass, don't be ashamed. It's okay. My wine wine bottle is almost done. So. So, um, yeah, no, we are pretty much out of time, ladies. We're wrapping up. So, out of time. I'm almost out of wine. <laughs> so, um, until next time, wife up, boss up, mom down.
We out.